0: Okay, so my prayer is that the conversation that we share today, this discourse, can lighten my own heart and lighten your heart and lighten the heart of anyone that comes across this, this discourse, um, that, that we get the blessings of the, the saints, the walis, the, the sheiks. We get the blessings of the people who walk the path before us uh, of, of love and kindness and light. Uh, yes. who 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 saw what we hope to see. I want to see whatever we saw for mm. sure and and who became what we hope to become and know what we hope to know uh, so uh, and of course the one that makes this whole thing possible. That's right. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, our creator. So, I mean, that's my heart. I mean. <laughs> Okay, so I reached out to you because your ideas are so profound. It's, it's, it's not the first time I thought, wow, what a profound idea. I've, I've, any interaction I've, I've ever had with you has been profound or any thought you've shared. And, and there was a thought I shared about the Jesus of the soul.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, the idea was Rumi's idea that I, that I had first heard of it. But we all know Rumi's ideas are, of course, Quranic or from the Hadith or, uh, but he said that every human being has a Jesus in their soul mm. and that it, 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 it requires pain mm. in order for the Jesus of the soul to be birthed and, and for that reason we shouldn't run away from pain and he used the, the, uh, the story of Mary mm-hmm. how when Mary was pregnant and she, the pain that she felt caused her to reach for the date palm and in her reaching for the date palm, she helped to make God manifest because the date palm was barren, had no fruit and suddenly gave her nourishment and the ground was dry. Her throat was dry and suddenly water appeared. So Rumi is saying this happens in us too. When we feel the pain, we should not act like we don't feel it. Number one, try to ignore it, try to numb it. We should embrace it and reach for salvation, reach for a date palm, reach so that we too can make God manifest. Mm. And do you remember what you said, what you added to that thought? I mean, it was just a small thought, but.
1: I can't remember exactly. I have so many thoughts because based upon that conversation, and even with you starting with the Jesus of the soul, it made me go to read a little bit more on the minister's words. And I Mm -hmm. want to preface our conversation with, I absolutely would have nothing of value, <laughs> nothing, had I not met my life teacher, the Honorable Minister Lewis Farrakhan, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't feel, I, I'm a student. That's why Talib is, is a good name.
0: Yes.
1: You know, I am his student. Um, and the little good that I can put before the world. I really have to give credit to him and the God that produced him for us. Um, you know? Because mm. um, nothing that I've shared with you um, that is of value mm. comes like I originated with myself. I didn't know any of this. you know <laughs> I couldn't even name myself as we talked.
0: about ah, yeah, you. you know.
1: So, so I have to start there, because you know that making sure that I'm in my right position.
0: Mm-hmm. pocket
1: yes. as it relates to what is true what is good
0: mm-hmm. anything
1: that we share that uplifts humanity it's not us I mean. it is he working through us
0: I mean.
1: and so you see it all throughout the holy uh, quran where allah is talking about he says i fashioned you mm-hmm. in the wombs of your mother mm-hmm. whoa you know a lot of times we think that it's mom she's a co-creator with the God, but it's him fashioning, Amen. you know, and even when it came to Jesus and the great works Amen. that he has done and is doing, Amen. Um, you know, he's, he's always telling him that it's by my permission, Amen. you know, that he's able to make the, the blind to see, the Amen. dumb to speak, mm. you know, and the deaf to, so it's, so I wanted to start with that because I wouldn't be able to say any words. If I did not get that off of me I mean so that I know that I'm, I'm just a student, I'm still discovering, so the good that we share tonight is from him, and any mistakes that's from me
0: <laughs> um, right that's how that's how uh spoken like a true student <laughs> that's me like a true student, what good comes from him, bad from me <laughs> yeah, I love it
1: <laughs> absolutely so um so I, I just you know i, I from our conversation last night, I said, "Well, I just want to go start doing some keyword searches mm-hmm. from the minister's words, since mm-hmm. he's my teacher, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. I know you have great love and affection and I mean, admiration for him and what I he mean, is doing and has done." I mean, and um, and I'm his student, so you know, I just find things that I think will be valuable I mean. to this particular conversation and. That, that, that Jesus of the soul really, I, I like the way that's phrased mm-hmm. because I think we all have it. And it, you know what it brought me to? What? There's a scripture in the Bible, I think it's Paul speaking, and he says, let this mind be in you as in Christ Jesus. And I always thought about that. So let, so that's allowing Mm-hmm. At submitting, but it's a, it's a certain kind of thinking, a mind. Let this mind be in you, the same one mm-hmm. that is in Christ, so Jesus of the soul, meaning you have to now think mm-hmm. from his vantage point, you have to act from his 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 soul, his spirit, mm-hmm. which is he is you know one of the most revered and loved human beings throughout religion both islam christianity and others right, right. and i was looking up the minister's words i have it right here he said this check this out
0: um, i'm
1: sorry i love it he said, he said so jesus in this way sets the standard by which we measure friendship
0: wow wow, why wow.
1: because of his willingness to sacrifice wow, See, wow, wow. So when you talk about jesus of the soul in people yeah, you, you, you have to be willing to walk that path because Jesus doesn't just happen out of a vacuum. <laughs> he goes through something that he produces something. that. So when he was a baby, he didn't, he wasn't necessarily aware, as we talk about of a purpose and mission. Now there are some children that are born, as we know, that know at the yeah. age of six yeah. what they want to do
0: yeah i mean we, we we're taught about a two-day-old jesus yeah who who spoke wisdom words on behalf right. of his mother yeah
1: and, and that's he spoke wisdom from the cradle one scripture oh, says yeah. i think that's from the uh, quran mm-hmm. cradle could mean if if the interpretation is correct when he was a very young man young in his mission so it's the the cradle the very beginning it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean in the literal sense, I mean, but he's, he was very young in his mission and he was able to speak wisdom. But the question is how? Nothing happens in the vacuum.
0: Exactly.
1: So how do we? So I'm always, we're looking at Jesus mm. and how do we embrace that? How do we in the cradle of our lives, the beginning of our lives, speak wisdom? Well, how do you get wisdom? You have to have a teacher. You know, you have to have, as you mentioned, a guide. And the, the, the wonderful thing is, as we talked about the law of yearning, uh, that, you know, what's the saying? When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. remember? Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard that? Yes. But it's something in each of us that I, I can't quantify it, but there is a force and a power mm-hmm. that when we yearn and when we desire something, and I don't mean it in a spooky sense. It's right. just it begins to pull. The more I mean, you believe it,
0: I mean, yes.
1: The more it comes more into your personal atmosphere as we are like planets, right? Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Rumi said what you seek is seeking you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So so this 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 Jesus figure yeah. and the the prototype of a new, really a new reality. Mm-hmm. He's a new man. He's he is, you know, the man that is in total submission to the creator. By mm-hmm. whatever name you call him, Allah, Jah, Elohim, but he's in total submission. And when that happens, then there's no longer a division. There's not the ego of Jesus
0: mm-hmm.
1: and Allah. It's one. So that's yeah. why he said, when you see me, you see the father, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah.
1: It's, it's, it's yeah. They're, they're one mind, one cause. Yeah. So he's the prototype
0: of us. Mm. if we submit if if we submit if we so let me ask you what would cause a man like Jesus to even be born
1: that yearning that yearning there has to be why why would we need a Jesus one who sets a new standard right Mm -hmm. one who ushers in a new reality Mm. one who makes the ultimate sacrifice Mm. you know why, because there's a condition p- present in the world that called him out, uh, it's, it's big stuff. And, and we have, we, he's on the big scale of things, oh, but yeah. you have a Harriet Tubman, mm.
0: she's called out. Why, 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 would it, why would a Harriet even exist?
1: Because a condition exists. Mm. I mean, it's just, so, why, why are oh. scientists born? Because there's sickness. Mm. You know, why are teachers born? Because people need to learn.
0: So Rumi said this in one of his poems. He said, don't be stolid. Don't be stolid in your pain. Cry out. Mm. Lament. So that the milk of your loving can come.
1: Wow. Wow. That's, you know what you make me think of now? <clears throat> and I'm always, I'm going back to scripture. Scripture.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And and God. He heard they're moaning and they're groaning. Amen. And he decided, I'm paraphrasing, to come down to see if it was all that he heard. So, and these this is the context is that these were sl- slaves in bondage in mm-hmm. Egypt. Well, mm-hmm. that's all symbolic language and prophetic mm-hmm. language about us. Mm-hmm. So from our suffering, from our pain, mm-hmm. from... Our really the terrorism that we experience and still experience. We are not loud. We all from from the poplar tree, mm. from hanging in Indiana and mm. in 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 Georgia, mm. from the lynchings, from mm. the mob attacks, mm. from the picket lines from the mothers whose children are being shot down
0: by police? We yearn out loud, yeah. Oh man, big time. So the idea though is that yearning is natural, it's born in the human being. Yes. This yearning, Rumi said, you know, from the moment I was cut from the reed bed, I made this sound. <laughs> I, you know, and, and so I'm thinking about us, and, and I, this, this is something I actually mentioned to you, how our, our innate natural desire to yearn for our creator is manipulated all the time and and debased at a superficial level. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of us think that what we want is a material experience, Mm -hmm. uh, a certain man or woman or uh, a certain food or alcohol or a certain, just just something here that that doesn't really deepen into the core of your being which is God in the core of your heart you what you're seeking is to be back one like you said to to become one so one that you could say I am my father I'm one. So when I think about this yearning it just it. (laughs) A lot of times I feel like us especially in our community. We don't allow ourselves to want because we don't believe we can have the thing we want
1: true. Which which in itself short circuits your power to get it. It's it's doubt And, and we remember we talked about fear. All of these short circuit the willpower, which is Uh, the willpower the minister teaches is really the gift of God in man. No other creature can will a thing and it come into existence. Go talk, I can go talk to these chickens out here. They're not willing anything. (laughs) They're not, you know, they are programmed by the creator to do what they do, but they're not building Mm. a a chicken coop. Mm. I did that. Mm. you know they're not building the hoop house in my no there was someone who came up with an idea in the darkness of their minds and then they said be and it is and what what do you do the same way that the the god creates Mm. he gathers resources material Mm. and produces Mm. as in his mind from his idea so the gift we have of willpower is only for the human being which makes our connection to god or a lot even greater, but mm-hmm. guess what happens? Because, mm-hmm. because we're in the cradle, <laughs> because we're young with this gift, you know how you can give a gift to, uh, do you have younger siblings or nieces? Yes. Mm-hmm. And you watch them with your gift sometimes, you know, they mishandle it. Mm-hmm. After a couple of days, it may be under the bed, and you're like, I just, I just bought you this. It's the same with the creator. He gives us a gift, and he knows that we don't know how to properly use it, Mm-hmm. So what does he ask? I, I need you to submit to me, mm-hmm. not because I, I want to be a bully or, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of sentiment, because I know how to shape and mold and guide you up into this powerful gift that mm-hmm. you have no idea what is under, you know, in this brain yeah, to yeah. bring forth things that you, <sighs> that you could do if you really believed in yourself and trusted in in allah to help manifest those things i mean it's it's so real in my life Mm, the yearning telling you i was six says i'm telling you i this is so crazy i remember my mom is a teacher right Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and i i i play a little sports but i would just wasn't that kind of you know little brother You know, I didn't like getting roughed up too much. (laughs) So my mom was a teacher, which inspired me to become a teacher. But in my backyard, I was playing school. Don't tell nobody all those podcasts, right? So (laughs) I knew early that I would be a teacher. I didn't know what kind of teacher. That's the thing. Because I had not met my life teacher yet.
0: Mm. But
1: I knew as a little boy, I said, man, one day, if, if I ever met Jesus, I would be with him. That's what I said. Now check this out. I graduated from eighth grade. I went to a seminary school to become a priest. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, <laughs> a priest. But I like girls, so that didn't work out for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. I'm keeping it real. Half, half the religion, you
1: got it. <laughs> marry. I uh, but oh, I went man. there for two years, and unfortunately, I did not cultivate a closer relationship with the God. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't learn more about this Jesus but I learned more 1999 when I joined the nation Mm. and then I was able to see it so much more clearly and and to be able to walk with the man that I wanted to walk with this is my belief Mm -hmm. in in the matrix um, Morpheus says to some other people my belief does not require you to believe it I like it. Cuz mm. it dispels up we argue a lot because of perspective and it's yeah. okay. Yeah. And but I believe based upon what I have experienced. Right. Based upon what my life was right. before I met him. Right. I believe that right. he is that man that is written of in the scripture for more than just what has happened to me but the things that he's done. So, you know, it it, it really is this yearning brings people into your lives and sometimes there's a quiet yearning that you don't even know is taking place deeper in yourself
0: the one manifests. for god yeah the one manifests. for god the one so. for god the one for god is always happening yes. but, I, but i love how you say okay i was a child and i really wanted to be a teacher and you believe that you yearned your life right now into yeah. existence i want to waking i want to awaken up back the yearning in Uh, I said to you, I said, believe it or not, there are some people that don't believe that this is happening. When we say this is happening, that there's a new world coming in to existence. And there are some people that say, oh, no, you know, they act like. This is it. (laughs) They act like almost like a man is God, Mm -hmm. like, like the people who run this country are the equivalent gotcha. of god or like imperialists or colonialists or europeans like they're god and i w- and and I just, I just don't believe that. And I think the more we're willing to actually want a change out loud, reaching for our date palms and asking for water to come out of the dry ground and dates to fall from dead trees. I think the more we can do that out loud, we can actually all be on the accord. You're from the nation. So y'all are already on board. You already know <laughs> yeah. that this is not going to be the way that we see it is forever. It's Correct. going to fall. We, we but, uh, know that. But I want there to be a even larger consensus. Or even even within myself, having these conversations helps me. I'm a very, I'm a yearning person by nature. Like when I want something, it hurts. Like I And you and thank God I've done the work necessary to know that what the human being truly wants is God. Mm. At the at the at under all of our desires is God. And under all of our fears is death no matter what we're afraid of. But I realized that under all of my yearning is God. So I've been able to use this passion to go in the right direction. <laughs> you know, like go, go, go towards the, the, the better place. But there's, there's a Jesus of the soul. I wonder if I can pull it up and we can read it together because you didn't get to see um, the whole thing, but I think you would enjoy it. Let me, uh, let me see what I can do here. No problem. Today in the in the Rumi course we discussed friendship. Oh my oh, wow. goodness. <laughs> it was so necessary. Yeah. So you know,
1: necessary. these words that we use, we don't know what they mean. We we to be honest, most have never experienced real friendship.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: why there's always a, a, someone has to come to show you what it looks like.
0: Someone has to come
1: yeah and 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 even when you mention man, most of us have never really seen a real man. We're looking at man in a fallen state. that's why we're so disappointed. Mm. you know when you see a real man like a jesus you're look you're really looking at a reflection of the creator that's a real man, you know, and mm. so we're we're so disappointed by the condition of temporary man or contemporary man that. Oftentimes when we mention man on a divine level, we reject it right away. It's like, no, there's no way. But we just have never experienced that kind of a human being, you know.
0: Yeah. This, this difference. one was, the, um, when we were talking about friendship today, we were, um, uh, I just found it. I just found it. But we were basically saying, like you said, what is friendship? Rumi would say, you know, all words have an inner meaning. What is the meaning of friendship? And he said, uh, This is what I'll sum it up with because I know we want to stay on the inner, the, the Jesus inside. But he said, You know, Rumi never ever says this. And he said it this time. He said, I love this world. Hmm. I said, What? He said, I love this world even as I hear the great winds of leaving it rising. In other words, I know it's temporal. I know hmm. I'll die and leave. But there's a grainy taste that I prefer to any idea of heaven, human friendship. And so he was giving us a clue as to what human friendship truly was. Like when when you, when we said the fastest way to untie the knots of a heart is to find a true friend Hmm. who shares this love and sit with them and talk with them. It's like if you sat down with someone from the nation, and y'all were both discussing the love and appreciation and the year, the law of yearning that took you to this place. You're the knots in your heart. You're you'll you'll be so into that conversation. Rumi said that right there. What you're experiencing is heaven. Mm. So I, I have the poem I like here. I'm gonna uh, share it with you since I we like that off.
1: phrase. Knots. You said knots in your heart. N- the
0: knots in the heart. I like that. The knots in the oh, heart. Cool. So and so I here. Just- Yeah. So here he says uh, that Rumi never titled his poems, by the way, so I'm just going to go right into the poem. He says, every task has a guide Hmm. that leads humanity onward. Hmm. Every task has a guide Hmm. that leads humanity onward. He's talking about tasks as if they have a being themselves. There is something that must be done and it must be done through humanity. Hmm. What is that? There is a pain, a yearning, a suffering, a love for it that has to be aroused inside the human. Hmm. So that we set out to accomplish it.
1: Wow, wow.
0: Without this longing pain for it, no task is accomplished. And then he goes on to list even the things that we wouldn't consider to be a part of this. He says, next world, this world, trade, imperial rule even knowledge even the stars themselves he says Mm. no matter what it is this is how it is until the birth pangs showed up in mary she didn't aim for the blessed tree that's mentioned in the quranic verse Mm. the birth pangs drove her to cling to the trunk of the palm tree it was the pain and yearning that led mary to the tree a barren tree became filled with fruit Hmm. our body is like Mary. Each of us has a Jesus inside. If a pain and yearning shows up inside us, the Jesus of our soul is born. If there is no pain, no yearning, the Jesus of our soul will return to its origin from the same secret passageway that he came from. Hmm. Could you believe that? Uh, This is why I think it's dangerous for us to not even imagine a new world to even allow ourselves to want these corrupt people from where they are. And then he closes, he says, if there is no pain, no yearning, we will remain deprived, not benefiting from that Jesus of the soul.
1: Hmm. There is so much in that. (laughs) (laughs) But but you know what the context that, uh, that comes to mind is, we are experiencing as a people mm. tremendous pain mm. which is producing a universal cry and a yearning i mean which of course is going to produce that which we desire. What is our cry i mean freedom uh, justice
0: uh,
1: equality
0: oh that one's big right now,
1: you know so the suffering, I think it, it was Jesus that said, when he talked about wars and rumors of wars, mm-hmm. pestilence and diver. he said, these are the beginning of pains. See, it's something about pain that brings forth new life, even when it comes to birth. I mean, I, I, when I hear the chicken, I'm, I'm hearing it, but that, that has to be <laughs> painful. You know, when I was in a delivery room with my wife, that, I'm quite sure, (laughs) absolutely painful. I don't, I don't know. I believe I'm not there. But from my observation and from her Mm. expression, Mm. that's Mm. painful. And and in order to get to the next level of anything, you have to go through suffering. Mm. Now, most people don't want to feel pain. Which means that you cannot elevate or be mm. elevated to another level of expression. Oh my God! Pain is required for anything. I wonder if flowers feel pain when they're getting ready to open up. Mm. You know, do do other creatures feel pain before they blossom and move? Does mm. does the butterfly or the 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 caterpillar in the chrysalis mm. does it experience pain? Well, we don't know. But we know from our experience, every time I'm speaking for me, right. and I've, I've had tremendous pain in oh my God. some of my growth and development,
0: mm. but
1: guess what? The minister teaches when we go through trials with the right, right attitude, see, your disposition of mind. Mm. If you're not conscious, then you complain you, mm. instead of saying thank mm. you.
0: Mm.
1: Thank you a lot. Thank you, God. Thank you, Creator. Thank you, because if you take the right attitude, you know that all things work for the good.
0: All things work for the good. All
1: people. and all things. Amen. Oh, just, just check this out. Slavery being one of the worst things to ever happen to humanity. Right. People will say, "Well, there's always been slavery." Well, yes, there yeah, has, like this. but not like this, mm-hmm. where a people's mm-hmm. minds are utterly robbed and destroyed the Mm. aim was to make us into on the level these are quotes from early founding fathers Mm. on the level of the beast of the field Mm. what level of yearning Mm. took place that will call into existence these great men and women but ultimately based upon scripture will call into existence god himself to intervene i mean check that out to intervene in the affairs because it has gotten to such a apex or a bad point that no one could really intervene to the level of producing something totally new mm. somebody got to come with a new idea but it's birth all of this right 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 you'll get the same world again if you don't have a new idea
0: <laughs> that's that's all I'm saying and personally calling I am yearning for something new yes uh n- even newer than our ancestors you know I mean personally I am a pan-Africanist I do study Africa like I mean I love Africa I think you know I, I study pre-colonial Africa yes. uh, but I think we need something newer than that we need yeah. something so new, something that the world has not even seen yet. And because our minds are so confined by white thinking, sometimes, you know, I, I like to study other cultures just to open up my brain as to what is possible. Oh, so not everybody has to pay for health care. <laughs> well, not everybody what? has to pay to go to school. Or uh, if a person has a child, they get a $5,000 check. There are countries where people are not homeless and people eat too. So yeah. just, to, just, just so that I'm not always thinking like a imperialist white man, I should say. That makes sense. Um, because we have the, 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 the poison of colonialism has entered our hearts. It truly has. It, yeah. It's entered our relationships. You know, even the way that men want to like, conquer women. You know, as a woman, the men you meet, you see like, oh, you think I'm something to be conquered. Or even you think your goals are something to be conquered. I want something new. I want to think more like Jesus. Yes. More like Rumi. More like God. I want to think more like God. And so, you know, I think I was saying it in a kind way. Like, oh, not everyone believes this. But really what I'm saying is I want our minds to be ripped open. Hmm. and, And our heart. I want us to yearn for something else. Something we haven't even seen yet.
1: But guess what? One of the things that I've learned is that sometimes a thing that we want could be present, but we're not quite there to recognize it. You mm-hmm. know, it, it, it brings me to the scripture, you know, be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind. There um, is no transformation um, without renewal and renewal mm-hmm. is every single day, you know,
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. and in, and, The other scripture is that he, Allah, God, makes all things new, not some. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said this, that the Islam that we know of today, the only thing that will remain in what is called the hereafter are the principles. Are the principles. What are the principles? Well, freedom, justice, and equality. Hmm. See, the only, so we are in a transition. He's making everything new because everything has a purpose. Every prophet came with a temporary message for those people that they were oh, sent to. Time. Yes, sir. Yeah, but also in, it was an eternal message of the creator that mm-hmm. spanned the wheel of time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. being made new, it is, it really is in the process. Allah is, oh man his wisdom and not that I can even scratch it or reach it, but he's so patient, you know, there are so many um, stories of him speaking to his servants and really he's so patient to get the servant to align his thinking up with the creator. And I'm looking at the people today who want something more who are protesting But they have to become so dissatisfied with what exists, Mm. because dissatisfaction brings about change. See, dissatisfaction produces yearning. I mean, if I'm in a relationship and you're totally dissatisfied, it's dysfunctional. You yearn for something different. You yearn to be released. You're yearning. I mean, people right now are in what it seems chaotic. It seems crazy, but all up in it is the yearning for them to come into realization, like you mentioned, of wanting something new. Mm-hmm. And when, when, when we reach that tipping point, we will get the new because th- there are people already born mm-hmm. to help to usher, usher that new in. The new idea is present.
0: You know? he, says, he, he says, every task has a guide that leads yeah. humanity onward.
1: Yes. Yes, every, look at that, every task, not some, but every single task, there's someone that can guide you, guide humanity (laughs) onward. But look at the next line, there is a pain, a yearning, a suffering, a love for it that has to be what? Aroused. See, it's sleep. Something, see, the God will create circumstances for it to arrive. See, this is not magic. Allah doesn't work that way. What does he say? He will not change the condition of a people until they change it themselves. Well, that sounds circular logic. The God will not change the condition of a people until they change it themselves. So he can, he can set circumstances within the human, within our homes, within our lives, to arouse the desire. And a lot of it comes from the pain, the pain of our own choices, the pain of violation of divine law,
0: I mean,
1: suffering. I mean. And guess what? Every one of those things, pain, yearning, and suffering, it, it causes you to act. Let's just take it on the physical level. You put your finger on a hot stove, unless you have an issue with your nerves that you can't feel it. <laughs> But eventually you'll smell yourself cooking, (laughs) but instantly, I mean, instantly without thought, your hand snatches back to avoid. What aroused in you? I wanna survive. Mm -hmm. I wanna live, you know? I don't want to be damaged. So circumstances arise in our lives to arouse in us that which will cause us to yearn and to seek out. Everything in creation to yearn and to seek, I mean. Yeah, it's to seek, the creator. You look at, you look, I saw the sunset. Actually, I did a photo shoot and we we watched, it was a sunrise photo shoot. And to look at that red, marvelous sun come up over mm. the water. How do you look at that and just like not want to find out who produced that?
0: Right, Who? Oh. Who? What?
1: <laughs> how did you do that? You, I'm looking at the chickens. I'm looking inside, at yeah. the squirrels. I'm looking at life and you'll want you're all of it. There's wisdom in it if you can read it because the whole universe is a book. That's the classroom of the God.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But
1: it makes you seek and search him
0: does, who is definitely. behind
1: the stars and the planets, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and even people, and even the great people like Jesus. How did, how did you get to be that way? And Jesus would naturally point you as as when the, the disciples called him good, and Jesus quickly got that off of him. He said, "No, no, 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 no. There is none good but the Father."
0: Mm. You know,
1: Jesus is keeping it real. Like he no, said,
0: "Alhamdulillah." Exactly. Don't get it out of my.
1: It, that's exactly what he said. Uh, all,
0: all praises, to
1: because he knows that he did not send himself into the. Amen. I Amen. I you know, but this 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 is such a beautiful. Um, aspect and a beautiful poem without this longing without this longing pain for it no task is accomplished no task it is regarding the world the next world look at that so how do you even get a whole new world somebody's going to suffer for that Mm. that's what Jesus represents see he Mm. makes the ultimate sacrifice to bring in a whole new world Mm. a whole new reality Uh, there's not a lot of people willing how do you even build a bridge somebody dies in building buildings and Mm. we don't think about them but somebody somebody passed away suffered or got hurt why so humanity
0: can move onward so we could move onward but you see where he says this is why i love rumi so much uh rumi said no actually it was the ancient comedic um teachings that said if you ever find a path.'" This is how you'll know if it's for you if your heart is on it mm. if there's no heart on it get off of it <laughs> and, this, and this is why i'm very wary of knowledge for knowledge's sake yeah very wary of knowledge for knowledge's sake but rumi says this he says there is a pain a yearning a suffering and then after that he says a love mm. A love in, in in one of his teachings that I am still trying. Actually, the book that you're reading right now, you're gonna get into it. Uh, he talked about um, how good and evil are actually one and the same mm. because they both work to make God manifest. Mm. Um, <laughs> and so oh. you 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 gotta love a teaching like that because <laughs> it makes you it makes you more suitable for the work for for a person like me anyway like. I think I just naturally fall into like the loving uh...
1: I, I so much resonate with that statement. It's so true. It's a very hard truth.
0: It's very because difficult because you cannot
1: in your mind like when you think of Allah and let posing forth for Satan, right? I mean the devil you you if you say well Allah is the author of everything. Okay.
0: If you say that, then you're saying oh, everything. Yes, yes. Uh, right. So right. then, how
1: do you wrap your mind around this adversary that is present, this opposing he's, force?
0: He's doing his job. Present,
1: and still keep your mind focused that this is a beneficent God. This is a good God. But why would you do that, God? Because I know what you know not. Mm. See, you don't know this level of mathematics,
0: calculus. <laughs> I got to bring this other poem up because you, <laughs> you, uh, you're hitting on it right now. It's, it's the very, it's this poem where he says this, uh, can you see in every breath on your yes. screen?
1: Yes.
0: All right. Look, look at this last uh, stanza.
1: Fall in love with the agony, the agony of love, not the ecstasy. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Then the beloved will fall in love with you. Well, who is the, what's the context of the beloved?
0: Well, the beloved is the God. The beloved of all beloveds, the friend of all friends.
1: See, fall in love with the agony. Oh my God. See, our concept of love (laughs) is so webster (laughs) It's
0: so colonized.
1: The minister talked about uh, his experience. He he was known as one who used to always just teach about love on the roster when he was young, a young preacher. Mm -hmm. And he said that one day the Honorable Elijah Muhammad mentioned it, that brother, you you always teaching about this love. Tell me what love is. And the minister said he went into this Webster Dictionary definition. And the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that love is rooted in the principles of freedom, justice, Mm. and equality. Now see, now that you don't find on your your little love programs on TV. Mm -mm. Because see, freedom to be what the creator intended you to be.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. This is why you know your enemy does not love you. Mm. Because they have got in the way of what we are naturally supposed to be they've interrupted it so mm. we don't have real freedom mm. freedom justice see to justify your existence on the planet in other words why are you here why are you here how do you justify it you know by fulfilling your purpose i'm and here to make what the hidden moment to do I'll so need. what's justice for you is going to be slightly different for me we're not talking about justice in the sense of the justice mm. system and then equality, to render yourself equal to all mankind. Those are the principles of love, you Mm -hmm. know? And that is what the creator demonstrates. Mm -hmm. And guess what? The sun shines on the righteous and the wicked. Mm -hmm. Look at that kind of God,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: look at Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. The sun shines on us both. So this this is so awesome, fall in love with the agony of love. See, real love? A man that really loves? Mm. I know a man like that. And you talk about agony when you love somebody more than they love themselves and you are willing to sacrifice every ounce of your life for a people? Mm. Harriet Tubman? Mm. This is what I'm talking about. Okay, see. See, that's, that's agony of love because you got a bunch of people that don't even know that you're loving them. They're resisting you. They're trying to plan and plot against you. Some of them want to murder you, and you're trying to free
0: them. I said, what leads a young woman to a distant land to find freedom only to turn back offering her hand? What then gives her tongue the words for an enslaved mind to understand that there is simply more to life than being ruled by another man? Mm. You've got to know that's love, that's what love is, so like you said, this idea of like TV love, like sitcom oh. that is like that is like if love is this big, it's like:
1: Oh my God, it's, like it's right such there. A, It's such a small expression.
0: But the of heart what of real love? love is: Come on, you know? you're talking about you're talking about people like you said, who would sacrifice themselves. That's love. That is love. And now we're talking about Harriet Tubman. Now we're talking about our prophets. Each of them had to go through a, oh. a certain kind of fire or, you know, metaphorically speaking, a, a prison, a lion's den, a yes. well. Yes. Something. Something. We're talking about our pa- our mothers who sacrificed their lives to give birth to us. We're, ta- we're yeah. not talking, people, pe- this this idea of love being like, oh, like like beautiful and soft. No, love will kill you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Check this out. Check this out now. This is going to get you. The minister said love is duty. Mm -hmm. D-U-T-Y. See, now that, see that, that, that removes all that flowery emotion. That's real. (sighs) The feelings you get, but that don't stop there because that comes and goes. But love is (laughs) duty. Love is a man getting up and taking care of his family, maintaining, protecting, elevating, that duty, it's work. So when you find a man that is in love with something or someone, he will be found most dutiful. You can see it right away Mm. in his family, Mm. in his Mm. home, Mm. the upkeep of his children and his wife Mm. and his community.
0: That's what love is. It's Mm. duty. And it's, the, and it's the same in the sisters. If you find, if you can know when a sister has when love has touched her, graced her. Yeah. introduced itself to her because she, she moves different. It moves totally different. She moves different. She will go find freedom and turn back and not have the support of anyone. You know, I researched Harriet Tubman. Uh, when I was a child, I was always infatuated with her. But as an adult, I researched her and found out she had to work and save money to fund those underground railroad trips.
1: Wow. See? Love.
0: What? Who,
1: who does that? See, only, only special people called into existence, only special people. See, these are all, if I could use this term, all of the greats that we study, from Harriet Tubman to Buchmann to- take
0: mm-hmm. uh, I oh, believe come on was a very you, you can go yeah. down the
1: list, not only yeah. in the Western Hemisphere, yeah. but even in Africa, yeah. all of
0: these greats. Thomas and Kara. Mm-hmm. Oh man, they, they are. It's a great love. Yes. It's a great, great love. People great love. love this
1: but they are, they are actually a prototype of the, the one that you're talking about, this Jesus. They, they are, they, they see, he kind of encapsulates the spirit of all of them to this kind of like this perfect apex this perfect expression of mm. love in a human being. That's why he's so strange to people because they never experienced love. Mm. You know how you can be in a relationship and somebody can really be showing honest, sincere love and some people will reject it. And you'll be looking at it like, girl, what's wrong with you?
0: Oh, oh yes, well, we've been <laughs> terribly conditioned. What you,
1: what's wrong with you? No, I'm just, I don't, I, I'm not into it. They want some lower level. They want
0: what they, they, they want, they want someone to hurt them,
1: <laughs> right? Uh, I'm serious, yeah. And, and but guess what? That pain, uh, we'll, will <laughs> <a yearning laughs> real talk that pain right? will produce a yearning for, yes. for another level I mean, of expression. I mean. And guess what? They will become so dissatisfied uh, that they will begin to change. Girl, I'm gonna have to give these these dudes up and find somebody else. You're right. I told you yes. that years
0: ago. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're also going to have to give this system up. Oh, yeah. it can't. It can't go on like this. Not this it's way. I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying to find the poem again. I, I can't find it. But um, I wanted to um, bring our conversation to a close. It's nine oh nine now. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, please. Oh, I'm, my I'm, I'm
1: energized now. The minister said the highest form of communication is speaking and discussing on divine revelation, Amen. you know, and, and speaking on, 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 on God himself. So it energizes people like you and me yeah. and you lose track of time. I can be yeah. with the minister. I've been with the minister for 10 hours and I'm like, what, what, what happened? And you're like, no, no don't go. <laughs> just, when you're in spirit time, I'll call it spirit time. You lose total track of man's time you know Mm -hmm. so i'm I'm enjoying myself so i'm fine if you were fine and
0: and also um you know we didn't even get to talk about this but you told me about how you got your name
1: oh yeah yeah yeah
0: (laughs) so if you don't mind well okay okay before we go there i want to um you know what no we might be able to close the topic on yearning with talking about how you when you went to Saudi Arabia, because I think that was such a beautiful story. Mm -hmm. So if you don't mind, okay, we'll do that. We'll do it like that, because that was definitely of y'all a law of yearning. So let's talk about how you got your name, brother. (laughs) Okay, so uh,
1: like yesterday, so I mentioned that in 2013, uh, after I completed our 2013 commencement ceremony, I'm the principal at Muhammad University here in Chicago. um, And we were blessed to have the minister present during the ceremony as uh, in the audience actually because one of his grandchildren were graduating and so he was present so of course like I mentioned yesterday I'm nervous because I'm a student and I'm in front of him so of course you're always looking at your teacher because you love him you know you want you want to be pleasing you want to make right. sure you're doing things right,
0: right. So,
1: um, so when it was done we had our normal reception in the gymnasium so taking pictures and I think it was cake and punch, just simple stuff. And so, you know, my mind was like, "Well, let me go see if the minister has left, you know, so I can at least maybe see him and just kind of wave as he drives away, um, not to impose." So I walked outside for a few seconds, and then he he came out of the mosque, and he um, his car was parked right there. And as he was getting in, I waved to him. He waved to me, but then he he waved like that for me to come over there. So of course. <laughs> I'm running over there. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, in the nation, you don't walk, you know. Right. So I, so you, I ran over there and um, he put his arm around me. And at that time I had my ex, 2X. And for those who don't know, I'm the second Jason in that mod. So Jason 2X. And um, he put his arm around me and said that, you know, you are no longer Jason 2X. You are Jason Kareem. And as I described to you yesterday, I, I can see it in my eye. I kind of just kind of slumped into him because like my breath was taken because I wasn't expecting that. Right, right. You know, I, I like I like you. I, I wanted to earn my name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It wasn't until years, a few years later that I really started to crystallize what I believe without being told by Allah, you know, why I got that name. Mm-hmm. I did not know what it meant because most of the names that have been given out um, have been Muhammad. Right.
0: You know? right
1: So I'm familiar with one who is worthy of praise or praise much attribute of Allah. but I'm like, what is Kareem? I don't know what that is. I mean I've heard it, but I don't know what it is. So of course being excited, he drove away. I'm thanking him of course, and ran back in the gym. And I told my wife first, of course, and she Mm -hmm. was looking at me, with tears in her eyes, because I mean, she has Kareem too, (laughs) and my daughter. Um, And then I started telling, you know, the faculty and, you know, a little murmur began and everybody's excited. and, And I saw our imam, Brother Sultan, Rahman Muhammad, and I started asking, well, what does it mean? So he's pulling it up on his phone and he gave me generally what it is because he speaks Arabic. And. And I'm looking at what it means. And of course, I, you start deflecting. No. Ah. No. No, no way. Uh, honorable? No. Mm-mm. No way. No way. No way. No way. You know, hard worker, I could take because that I do know. My work ethic and my work at the school has been just all in love, mm-hmm. duty, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so working. So I, I, that that I could take a little better, but then the other parts of what it means, generous, I can see aspects of that in my personality
0: definitely.
1: I, you know. And so I'm like, okay, so I gotta grow into this thing. <laughs> okay. So that was that. So mm. last year, um, <clears throat> last year, 2019, um, I just finished class. It was around... No, I was still in class. It was just getting ready to close out around 3.30. And I had my phone with me and I received a call. And of course, on my phone, I have the palace, you know, so if the minister or anybody call, you know, I'm taking that call. It's it's like, I'm like, oh, I'll call you back. No, I don't know what it is. So I'm wrapping up my class, my history class. And I see, so I had to excuse myself. So I told the students, excuse me for a minute. And I stepped over and... One of the minister secretaries uh, said, "Brother, brother Jason, um, do you have your passport?" The minister would like you to uh, travel to Saudi Arabia. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "I don't have a passport." And I, and as I mentioned, your heart must trip,
0: have sunk. Oh my god! Oh my god! I
1: was like, "What?" And, and I, and I literally told. I said, I, "I just put the, I just put my application in, uh, like a week ago or two weeks ago." And I know it takes two to four weeks. And so, um, no, I, it was a week ago. It was a week because my wife and my daughter put theirs in before mine because I didn't have my birth certificate, right birth certificate. So I had to go down to the courthouse, all that crap. <laughs> so um, so I, I told her that and that was the end of that conversation. She was like, oh, okay, and that was it. I was like, no.
0: <laughs> right, like that's it? Okay, bye.
1: Oh, no, let's work something out. <laughs> so. So my brain, my mind is spinning. It was a Thursday because it was report card pickup. So I couldn't really leave the building. I'm the administrator. Their are parents coming in about an hour after school. So I can't like just start going downtown and try to figure this out. So I started asking a couple of coworkers, well, they said, well, just call down there. You know, maybe you can run down there or just see where it is in the process. So I called, I didn't really get anybody. Um, and then they said, well, just call back one more time. Then I finally got somebody. When I, when What's I spoke so to the person, I said, um, yeah, I wanted to know where my passport is in the process, how long it would take, or is there a way that I can expedite it, pay for whatever. And the, the gentleman said, well, um, you know, Mr. Carter, that's my slave name. He said, um, he said, no, your, your passport was delivered today. I said, what? What do you mean? He said, no, it, it shows here that it was delivered at 334. I said, stop, you know, I'm like, there's no way. When I got the phone call, my passport was here. I'm like, that's crazy. So I couldn't leave to verify it. I believed it, but I couldn't leave to verify it. So um, report card pickup, it's over around 8, 8.30. I get home, it's in the mailbox. So I'm like blown away. Cause that just makes no sense.
0: Right. Passports the time. do
1: not arrive that fast. Right. And and as I mentioned to you, my wife and my daughter's passport, which had been put in before mine, had not yet <laughs> arrived, which was crazy. So I got home and I, you know, start, got on the phone. Hey, I got my passport and whatnot. And, and then I got the news that, oh, unfortunately, I'm sorry, this is a special list as a delegation going to Arabia and you're not going to be able to probably go and of course I was disappointed.
0: Like, why y'all playing with my emotions? <laughs> I know, right?
1: <laughs> Boy, it's like a
0: roller coaster.
1: so, so I got that call and- um, Man. Oh no, but no, actually rewind a little bit, I'm sorry. Actually, I started the process of filling out the visa, the visa before I yeah. got that call um, because it was late now, so like almost 10 o'clock once I got the paperwork for the visa, I filled that out and sent it over and then I found out I had to get passport pictures. All right. <laughs> so I'm sitting there like, okay, it's basically now 11 o'clock at night at that point, And I, there's nothing open. Mm. And they're leaving at 6 a.m. Mm. Go to uh, New York to handle the visa kind of stuff that, that you got to handle. And so they needed all the passports. So I'm like, where am I going to get a passport picture? So I'm calling around, CVS is closed. <laughs> what time do you open? Well, we don't open that part until like eight o'clock. Well, that doesn't help. And then they mentioned something way up north. And I'm like, man, I'm not, this is my mind. Man, I'm not going way up north. And then I started thinking, Are you an ungrateful little person. Why wouldn't you go way up north yeah, for that? Man. And so um, long story short, I'm sitting, I'm sitting, I'm thinking, I'm like, wait a minute what? I'm a photographer. I can take my own picture. So I went to Google how to do your passport picture, found out the dimensions, how to do it. Woke my wife up out of her sleep. Baby, I need you to take this picture. And she took the picture for me. I was scruffy by then. I didn't care. I just wanted a picture. We drove to the school um, to print it, had to search for like photo paper because who like keeps that around? Right. Um, And I found some in a cabinet, printed it out, right dimensions, boom. So then I I reached out to the person that was going to take it to New York. And he he confirmed, man, brother, you're not on the list. So it doesn't look like you're going to be able to go. But he said, well, just bring it over anyway. I'll see what happens when I get to New York. Right. But you're probably not going to be able to go because it's a very tight list, a delegation, you know,
0: Yes, I'm bringing it over anyway. What's okay. up?
1: That's right. That's right. So, <laughs> so I drove over, dropped it off to him. And, you know, and, and at that time, as I mentioned to you, I told him, I said, well, just please, man, th- please thank the minister for even thinking about me. I'm, I'm just like, again, I'm like, why me? You know, I don't even know why. So uh, that's dropped off. And so the next day <clears throat> he let me know that he had it. They, okay, it looks kind of good, go ahead and pack. We're gonna, it still hasn't been approved, the visa, but let's just go ahead and get prepared. Got my flight information. So I'm like packed, ready to go for Saudi Arabia. And I don't know the temperature there. I don't know what to pack. <laughs> so I'm asking Brother Sultan, I'm like, Brother Sultan, what, what's the temperature? I'm like, oh, it's 100 degrees, 114. Yeah, I don't know how to pack for that. So pack what I pack. Uh, and again, I've never been out of the country. And so basically I'm packed and ready to go next day. I'm like literally ready to go to the airport. I sat down next to my suitcase to write a little little love notes to my wife and my daughter to put on their bed, you know. And um I got a call. And the brother said brother I'm so sorry but it it was your visa wasn't approved i said Hmm. i said stop playing (laughs) because you know we joke sometimes he's like no i wouldn't joke about this one bro he's like no man so not this time maybe another time i was like oh i was like yes sir and i you know naturally you're disappointed because you start to entertain what what is this what are we doing i had there was no information about what was taking place so (laughs) it's just you're just going yeah the minister wants yes sir Right, <laughs> exactly. Know? it's just like that, whatever. So, um, so that night I unpacked, I got set in my mind, you know, what wasn't meant to be, it's all good. So, um, and actually the next day I decided to take off cause I was a little bummed. I was like, man. So I said, I'm going to, I'm going to down to, uh, there's a wonderful, uh, ice cream shop called Sean Michelle's, uh, owned by one of the believers here, best ice cream in the world. I'm gonna treat myself to some ice cream, you know, to d- deal with that pain. <laughs> and so um I'm I'm getting ready to leave out, and the phone rings, the palace. And I said, Yes. And he said, Brother Jason, did you unpack? I said, Yes. Well, pack your bags <laughs> because we need you to get the flight out of O'Hare at such and such a time. I'm like, What? <laughs> so in my mind, I'm like. When I hung up, this is literally what I said out loud: "What is happening?" (laughs) So I'm talking to myself, talking to Allah. Right. I'm like, "What is happening? What is going on?" So I'm scrambling to try to pack things back and remember everything. Because I, I mean, from toothpaste to everything, I put away. So I did that in 30 minutes. Called her back. She gave me the information for O'Hare Airport. You got to find a ride. So I found a ride. Got down to O'Hare Airport. The delegation left the day before, but I ran into one of the delegation members and I was like, oh, great. I can maybe I can switch my plane with you with and be with you on the flight. We can go in together. Wasn't able to do that because they were full. So he took off and I was sitting in the airport. Little did I know that the storm that was in Chicago, I think that previous night had now moved all the way to where we were going to take the international fight, which is. Um, La, not LAX. Uh, New York. La, no, La, was it Laguardia? It was. It
0: New was York. in New York. It was it in New, New York,
1: though. So, um, get the airports mixed up. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm sitting there, and I get a text saying that my flight is delayed, and you know it'll be about another hour and a half before we have another flight. Okay, so I'm looking at that and the time. I'm like, okay, I still have time. It's not a long flight to New York get another text. It's delayed again due to severe weather. Oh, my God, what is happening? So I said, well, let me see if I can switch flights and maybe I can go into another airport in in um, New York. So we were able to do that. So I got on the plane. We got out to the runway. Captain comes over and says, basically, we'll be sitting here for a few minutes because of the weather in New York. I'm like, oh, my God, what is <laughs> happening? <laughs> So we're sitting there 30, 40 minutes, and after that, the captain comes back on and say, you know what, for your comfort, we're going to go back to the terminal because we're unable to take off for New York. So right then and there, I was like, oh, that's it, you know? So now, like I mentioned to you, I'm on my way by myself to a foreign country. I've never been out of the country, and in my mind, like I told you, all I have is movies of what is going to happen to me, and it's so terrible, (laughs) And it's really not even fair to the people of Saudi Arabia that I would even have that. But that's American culture and movies that mess me up. I'm just being honest. And I'm like, when I get there, man, I'm going to be thrown into a rusty van. They're going to put a little bag over my head. I'm not going to see anybody again because I'm like (laughs) traveling. So I was nervous. I had just crazy stuff happening, right? Trip. (laughs) <laughs> um, that's why we need to travel more. <laughs> that is definitely why we need People to People around the world are beautiful. I love, I love it. I love it. Yeah, so, I'm more worried
0: for them coming here.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so I know it's taking long, but, um, so I'm in the airport just waiting. The next time they call us up, we could not board because they didn't have enough crew members <laughs> for us to go. So I had to wait another period of time. Finally, I got on. It was late. I think it was almost nine o'clock. They're getting ready to take off on the international flight, which their first stop was Dubai. And I just kind of figured, just that's not going to work for me. I won't be with them. So finally, got to New York. When I was landing, they were taking off. So I stayed in New York. Next morning, I took my plane all the way to Dubai. Stayed there for six hours. Beautiful airport. It's
0: Mm -hmm. like a mall
1: slash airport. Sat there, um, after that, I w- headed to Medina, the holy beautiful. city, beautiful place. It, we were, um, we resided in a hotel right by the beautiful mosque of the prophet. Mm. It was so, oh my God, I gotta tell you more. I, I have thousands of pictures and videos from that experience. I've never shared it with anybody. What? It is never, thousands. I mean, I literally documented the whole trip. So um, it's just something I have to put into a documentary. But So I get there, wanna get to the hotel room, I'm exhausted, and I get word that the minister would like to see me. Yes, sir. Exactly. (laughs) I, I go to his suite and he's sitting there, he's just looking beautiful, he's smiling. And, you know, as I mentioned, I don't, whenever I'm with certain people, in particular him, I don't, you know, when someone's sitting, I don't like to stand over them, it's uncomfortable, especially, my teacher, you know. Mm-hmm. So I sat down on the floor by him and he shook my hand, held my hand, and he was just, you know, thanking me. And I'm like, no, brother Minister, thank you. You you brought me here. And he said, thank you. And he gave me some other words of why he wanted me there, which I'll keep private for now. But the one thing that stood out that culminates this whole up and down experience is thank you for not giving up. <sighs> That statement is really like tattooed on my brain because it's, it's the life lesson. See, the, the trials as, as we talked about, the pain, the difficulty, disappointment. Disappointment can cause someone to become irrational and even become unstable. You know, a lot of people that are suffering, we we like to label them as crazy and write them off because we don't understand what they're suffering. But for him to say, thank you for not giving up, it means so much more than just that trip. It was, thank you for not giving up at the school and working through all the difficulties to have an independent school and to teach children. Thank you for not giving up in these areas that you could have quit. Thank you for not giving up in this area. And then for the future, when I run into something, that has to play in my mind, you know, thank you for not giving up. So oh goodness, that was day one <laughs> of 11 with him, you know, and I, I don't, I, I'm, I, I'm playing it back in my mind and feeling a little emotional. Right. Right. You know, I do not understand it yet. Yeah you know i don't quite understand that experience most of us don't and i but i'm patient because i know it will unpack over time because whatever we experience there observing the 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 blessed rite of umrah which i never experienced right. being able to circumambulate the kaaba to put my hand on the the kiswa I I wasn't able to get in and touch the black stone, but I know it means something bigger than the stone. Um, For me, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: many people are clamoring, and this is me and many of us, to kiss that black stone, which means something. It's Mm -hmm. very special Mm -hmm. in Islam. But the minister, when we talked about it, he said, no, no, go, go, go try to kiss it. And my daughter when I was talking to her from Mecca, she said, "Dad, did you did you get a chance to kiss the black stone?" I said, "No, we try, but it's rough down there. It's really rough. It, I mean, it is. <laughs> oh, the, it's a frenzy to get to that stone." I said, "No, baby, I didn't get a chance to. Um, actually, I lost my slippers and I got roughed up really bad." <laughs> but I said, "I said I didn't get a chance to kiss the black stone." I said, "But when I get back to the hotel, I'll kiss the minister Aww. because." that black stone really represents something. It's a sign of something bigger. Okay. It's a sign of our people. Right. You know? And so I, I really don't understand it, to be honest with you. All I can do is thank Allah. And so, and, and of course, that's the front end. The, the back end is where I receive another name. So yeah. I'm, in, I'm in the airport in Jeddah. I was there before the delegation. Now you got me crying. No, that's
0: just,
1: that's just, I know, I know. I'm just, (laughs) but I'm in the airport and um, interestingly enough, I was given dates and, and this very strong Arabic coffee. I've never had dates before. (laughs) So I tried it and I'm talking to um, some of the dignitaries and then the plane arrives with the other dignitaries from the nation and the minister and (sighs) They're coming in, they got this energy and spirit and they're like, yeah, the minister has a gift for you. And I'm like, okay, stop. No. What do you, what, you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, stop it. Do you understand that we've been in Mecca for all this time and he gave that as a gift to us? What, what else can he give me? He gave me life by law's permission. What, I mean, what else? What else? So I'm sitting there like, oh, okay, okay. So he comes in, he gets settled and, and everybody's kind of hovering because it's like they know something, but they're not telling me. So I go, he calls me over and actually I have a record. I'll share it with you privately.
0: Wow, 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 <laughs> Somebody wow. Somebody recorded
1: wow. it. Yep. What? Somebody recorded
0: it. I would love to see that. And
1: so I, he calls me over and he asked me, he said, um, was when you flew over here, was there a, a, a Talib on the plane with you? And I'm thinking in my mind, I'm like, no, I was by myself. I said, no, sir. I I don't know a Talib. He said, are you sure? Was there a Talib on the plane with you? And I'm like, no, not that I know of. And he started laughing. He said, no, that's your new name. You are now Talib. ul Hikma Kareem. And I said, and and I just, again, all I could do is hug him. I, I... and tears came in my eyes again. And I don't even know what it means at that time. So I have to get someone to tell me. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so it means, of course, Talib um, means student. Talib means student of the wisdom of Allah. Whoa, wow, that, that, that's like, that's insane. In a good
0: way. In a good way, yeah. It's like,
1: how? And, and so parts of you start deflecting these things, because one, I don't want anybody to think of me as something special. I don't, I don't, I don't even desire that. I just want to be me, you know? I, I'm, I'm a part of the student ministry. It's very difficult for me to get in front of people. Mm-hmm. I love behind the scenes. But I do because I'm a helper, you know, but do I have a desire? Like I gotta be in front, no. That's why I say I've never done something like this before. Never, ever, 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 ever. And I may never do it again. Oh man, this is great. (laughs) No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. (laughs) But but that experience, again, all I can say is I I don't fully understand it. That's the only way I can respect it. Um, And I think years from now, it, I'll tell you one other thing he said. He said to me, I, I brought you here to strengthen you. Wow. And so as a student, I'm like, I understand it on one level, but I'm thinking future. Like, what what do you see? Mm.
0: You
1: know what, What's coming that I need this moment to refer back to mm. as a strengthening point, mm. you know? So all of these things, you know, like I told you the other day, I was sitting at my computer doing some work and I started replaying it and got emotional. And I'm, and I'm literally having a conversation like, why? I'm trying to find meaning in it and purpose in it, which I know it's great purpose because the minister is not a man who speaks idle words, you know, he speaks the will of God, you know, and how do we know that? How do you prove something like that? People will argue, no, you can't. Okay, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. I'm, I'm not here to argue. All I know is that what he says comes to pass. So how do you explain that? What the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said and wrote, it came to pass. So how do you explain that? Mm-hmm. It's not magic. Mm-hmm. It's not a coincidence. He don't, you can't have that many coincidences. <laughs> right. You know? So who are these men who are they? Yeah. that are amongst us that, we, that many can't see? Some appreciate, some sympathize with, but most have not had the scales removed from the eyes to really see. If you have a man, when we talk love, mm-hmm. my sister, I, I'm telling you, I've never met a man who loves as profound as that man. And I'm a witness to it. I- I'm telling you where his, where people, let, let me tell you, someone who plots against you, speaks evil of you and ends up in prison, and then you go and visit and minister on to the man that hated you. People don't act like that. Mm-mm. The minister's like that. Feeding the very people, some of the people that don't even like you. Mm. He- he's love. He's love to, to me and to mm. many. And I'm only a witness of him, not in worship, not in worship. That would be so wrong. But I adore what the God is doing through him. So in him is that spirit. And that's why I love him, because he loves God and he never points us to him. He says, as any good Muslim or righteous person would, all praise belongs to Allah. Yeah. So that's my little, I, I, I could talk forever about him. I love him. <laughs> you're in love, I, no, yeah. And I wish I could love him better. But mm. I, I'm, I'm growing into how to love. And that's, that takes time, you know. The, the messenger said, you don't even know how to live until you reach 70. <laughs> So all of these little 17-year-olds, 30-year-olds, I'm 45, thinking that we just got this life on lockdown. No, trust me, I, I get it.
0: I, I understand. When I, went to, when I went to Senegal for the first time, mm-hmm. I went to a rural village where they were healers. Mm. And there they they were white people there from Germany. There were American people there. And I, and I, I said to the son, if he was a doctor, mm. And he and his father laughed and they said, no, he'll become a doctor when I die, when his father dies. And he says, well, at least he'll have to be 40. Mm. So he's just been shadowing his father.
1: see,
0: And he won't even touch a patient until he's 40 years old. Look at that. And I was 21 when I heard that. And something uh, happened inside me that I still keep with me to this day. Even now when people say, oh, you're a teacher. No, I'm a guide. I'm a, you know, I, I can share, you know, even with the roomy discussions, we call it discussions. We don't call it class. Mm. Because that moment stuck with me so deeply. That's how our people did it. You don't get to go to a nine-week certification course the way we do it here in Capitalist <laughs> America and then go right. teach other people how to do yoga or whatever. Or be a life coach. Or be 20. a life coach. <laughs> you follow a master either until they die or until you're 40 and then you practice. So, so there's wisdom in that. It is. There's wisdom in that. So I I understand it. Check
1: this out. The the honorable Elijah Muhammad said that it took him nearly 40 years to understand his mission, Mm. 40 years. And so the minister says that this teaches us that basically, um, he was growing in his perception of the reality that Allah God put on him. And then the minister raises the question, are you growing? Do you see things the same way today as you saw them yesterday? You know, and what, what state must we be in to see things as they are? See, things are changing. So the the, the person you are today, yeah, it's true. You're, You're you're perfect, and I'm perfect, but yet, as the Quran says, imperfect. Mm -hmm. When we were just a little germ of life, we were perfect in that state, but we were not at our full expression. Mm -hmm. And when we were babies, we were perfect little babies, cute Mm -hmm. little babies, Mm -hmm. and we evolved. Mm -hmm. So as we evolve, we start to grow. And the, the best way to grow is to feed on the bread of life, you know? to consume the bread of life. The same way you hear in the scriptures of Jesus, you know, take this, eat. <laughs> You're not talking about his physical body. Ah, right. You know? these, these are he, these, these are my teachings, the things right. that I've demonstrated. Right. Consume it. Drink this wine, wine, understanding. Mm. So, so all of these things are important for us to evolve and to grow into our eventual perfection, but we're on a journey. Yeah. So our purpose, and you know, remember yesterday you were talking about the honesty of purpose?
0: The honesty of what we're yearning for.
1: Yeah. yeah. What do we truly really, want? But guess what, we, what? There are so many people, and we talked about it, they, it requires a certain level of knowledge because you can want something, material things, but you have to soon discover, and many do, some of the richest people discover, I'm not happy. Yeah. And yeah. some of them, you know, with the mental health issues and uh, suicide, uh, they have things. Mm-hmm. But guess what? The minister said, we're not things. We're spiritual beings. So you'll never be happy with just things. Those are temporary.
0: You know? <laughs> <laughs> Rumi, Rumi said, uh, he said, you know, if you love money, you yourself will be bought and sold. Oh,
1: Lord. He that's said, it.
0: He said, if you love food, you yourself will turn into dung. But if you love God. Mm. Eternal. Ah, so I love these teachings because they, first of all, we're born with a natural yearning for creation. Mm -hmm. And then as we live in this world, especially in this world, this country, this time they're perverse. Our desire, our desire for the creation is, is manipulated and turned this way and that way. And, you know, Oh, look at this. Ooh, another. Mm-hmm. But then these teachings bring us back into our nature. And that's why I need that. And, and the reason I wanted you to tell your story about uh, when you went to Saudi Arabia and, you know, I told you yesterday, if I didn't know the ending of this story, I would be so <laughs> heartbroken right now, but thank God I knew how it ended. Oh, no. um, but, but it was a a wonderful way to bring our conversation full circle because it was your yearning. Mm. And you know, when I didn't even think about the depth of what the minister said to you when he said, thank you for not giving up in the past right now, and in the future for what will happen, but keep that yearning. Yes. That you, and don't, you know, I I tell people, but well, don't let the world consume you. What I'm saying is don't let them strip you of your natural desire exactly. for God for creation, exactly. for, or for people following God, for people submitting to God. Don't let the world strip you of that. Yeah. Rumi, Rumi said, there's more things than uh, making and earning money. There are more things important than making and earning money. And he was talking about this, mm. keeping this yearning safe and increasing it and deepening it. So, ah, brother uh, Kareem. <laughs> awesome thank you so much thank Um, you
1: it was it was absolutely an honor and and i have to say keep going keep doing what you keep yearning
0: i know right (laughs)
1: Not stop i think you will have so many people that you will draw through your beautiful expression your spirit your essence that you will draw them to ultimately to the creator as a Mm. great witness and a helper, you know? So you keep going and you're going to run into people who may disagree or it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The minister says there are many um, perspectives of the truth, but there's one truth Mm. and and Allah settles the differences. I don't argue with anybody over religion. Mm. I'm not interested in that. I'm just interested in what do we have in common?
0: Mm, me too, brother. What do we have
1: in common? Where where can we where where can we work together? Because I'm not interested in ego. I'm not interested in my position being wrapped up in my ego and my feeling of I don't care about any of that, you know? Um, so I'm I I, I want to reciprocate and, and encourage you, keep going. Keep going, keep going, because what you got is so needed in the world and all you have to do is change one heart based upon your work Ah. you know and but you'll do more because you're already doing that again I've never done this before so obviously your spirit your energy was like okay I'll I'll give this a try (laughs) I was like oh
0: that's that's that that's that mercy that that rock man thank you (laughs) I'll give it a try, but I'm glad I did because I'm glad you did too. Because the stories were so fun to listen to. Again, the any your ideas are profound. So this idea of being a, a student of the wisdom of God it fits you. Generous, hardworking, it fits you very good. I, I think I think you've pretty much fulfilled the dream of many to have a name given by the one and only the, mm. the minister himself.
1: <laughs> Tune in. it many. Yeah, no, that's even more scary. So it means. I have big work to do. I have big responsibility. That's all I can translate into. It's like, I don't know how to repay him, so I just have to do something good each day.
0: Right. I that's don't how know. And
1: As a student, I don't understand it.
0: Mm.
1: So it has to be explained and it takes time. I just don't understand it. And I'm okay with that right now because I know it it means something because he does not speak idle words. He don't just give names because it's cute and it's popular. That is not how he operates, you know? So I'm grateful to him. And um, I pray that, you know, I can continue to do good, you know, moving forward in my life and to help him in this, this big cause of Mm -hmm. helping our people and helping humanity to, to, to come into that awareness, as you mentioned, that there's something new coming in. It's coming in. I- I'm so excited. And guess what? It takes a lot of time, but that's okay. Let's do, do your part now mm. to push it forward, you know? So my daughter mm. may benefit from the good that I do. I hope all my good is passed on to her, whatever good that I've done mm. and that is passed on to her children and then maybe they will see and walk into what we are talking about and hoping for. It's coming. It's yeah. going to happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And your yearning too, you and your wife, that yearning, pass it on. Oh, pass it man. on. That's oh, right.
1: Yeah, so. so you, you keep doing what you're doing. I encourage you and I keep, keep supporting you. And, and I got to check out your podcast now. Cause I'm like, now nah, I'm in, I'm intrigued and I yeah, really
0: got to check it out.
1: I really appreciate the the poetry and, the, and, and I, I love the words. And it resonates with me because I've got a good teacher. So when I look at things, I have a, I have a lens in which I view things through the teachings, but I'm not opposed to learning things. And and, and I really I really enjoy those. I, I keep wanting to call them scriptures, but they're poems, right?
0: <laughs> I mean, they are in themselves, Ayats, you know, they're in themselves. Yeah, they are. They are. But
1: I really enjoyed it and I, I appreciate you sharing it. Um, and that's why I picked up the book because I want to read it
0: Uh, and,
1: and, and it's always, it's always good in, in much, you know, but to be turned around, "Ah, I don't, I don't, I don't follow that. It's like, (laughs) I'm secure where I am. I'm good, Uh, but I can listen. Oh, wow. That's great. And that's why we can have this conversation over principles and great things and be uplifted. Right. And and have a really a great spiritual time. So right. I'm, I'm grateful. Thank you so much. And for for allowing me to to be on this podcast. And I, to any of your listeners, I hope that anything of good that I said, remember, it is from Allah. Uh. <laughs> and anything that may be a little off, don't don't chalk it up to my heart i didn't mean it <laughs> i'm talib i'm a student so <laughs>
0: exactly and i and i reserve the right to make mistakes
1: exactly um, but, but but if you find that the majority of what you heard from our discourse and conversation brought value insight then all praise is due to Allah. Okay. and keep listening to our sisters podcast oh, I mean. you, to hear great words of inspiration of truth and of guidance so I thank you
0: I mean I thank you too well, I hope you have a wonderful evening. You as well. You as well. Oh, guess what? What is it? A package came Oh, <laughs> wow. It okay. came. And they taped it up this time. Good. It did.
1: Really good. Really good. I, and I didn't have a chance to open it yet. I said, well, let me get on this call first. <laughs> okay. So I, I, I'll take it out
0: and everything. But thank well, you. For I, I, that hope that one, I hope that one is better. Uh, just let me know later how it is.
1: I sure will. I sure will. Thank you. Thank you so
0: thank much. Salam alaikum. Thank you. Wa so alaikum.
1: Enjoy. Have a good evening.
0: evening. Thank you.
1: Thank you.